Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. And this is the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson and Luke McCarty, artofmoneyradio.com for more information on the McPherson Financial Group or to schedule that initial complimentary consultation. We appreciate you listening. Now, let's get to the show. Art McPherson, I want to get into these bank collapse. It's happened over the past couple of weeks. And it's, I mean, it's terrifying, Art. It's like, did nobody learn any lessons from what happened in 2008? What does this mean when you read about the Silicon Valley and Signature Bank? Well, it just depends on, you know, the bank itself. But a bank is a business, right? Mm -hmm. So they are allowed to make good decisions and bad decisions. And as a bank, you know, you basically have to have an amount of reserve on hand and the banks can make money in a lot of different ways. And one of the ways they try to make money uh, is what we call the float. You know, so sometimes you have a float of when your money comes into your bank account, but they don't let you use it. You know, like you'll have a day hold, two day hold. Mm-hmm. Uh, some banks will play with that. But some banks will get too risky and they'll get their money invested in some hedging strategies and things like that that they really should not be doing. And they'll find that the liquidity, when we go through a liquidity crunch where the Fed begins to raise rates and they tighten so it costs more to borrow from the Fed. And if they have really pinched themselves in a bad corner, then all of a sudden they're no longer profitable and you can't make it up on volume. So um, the banks can run into a situation where they have really put themselves in a bad spot, kind of like the bank that went out. But the Fed is there to provide all the FDIC insured deposits and things like that. So anybody that had money with them, they're not going to get in trouble. You know, Mm -hmm. they're going to be okay because they're FDIC insured. The problem is that's an de- insurance on your deposit, right? So if you have 100000 in the bank, whatever interest you're getting is going to be gone, but you'll at least get your deposit back. So the people are not going to lose money. They're not going to have their money gone. There's sometimes a little bit of a liquidity squeeze where it may take a week or two to be able to get those funds, but um, as the government provides the liquidity to the bank. But um, yeah, it can be a problem, and it can be problematic, but it's not like what happened with a subprime mortgage meltdown. But you do see, once you have a collapse of a bank, usually you'll see some contagion where you have multiple, you know, that'll happen. Mm-hmm. So that definitely is a concern. Um, there's nothing systemic yet, but that means, you know, we have an economy. The Fed raising rates has begun to start to take effect, you know, so it doesn't surprise me that we're running into some of these problems. But that's usually a warning indicator mm-hmm. that things are slowing down. Um, I think that's another indicator the Fed should take in consideration that their interest rate rises are probably done and they should put that on hold and not continue to rise because I think we're going to have more pain in this type of area if they were to do that. 321-425-8550, artofmoneyradio.com. Just put a Google on the McPherson Financial Group to reach out to the team. And the president came out earlier this week and he said, look, whether you're a fan or you're not a fan of President Biden, he did say that you know, the average American, your taxes, you're not going to be affected by these bank collapses. While it's easy to say, okay, that feels good, but everybody immediately thinks, Art, okay, how does this affect me? So, Art, let me ask you, how are we affected, even if we don't have money within these specific banks? Well, we will be affected in a, in a way because if the Federal Reserve is having to bail people out, right, where do they get the money? Well, they can print it. Mm-hmm. But if they print money, as we saw with COVID, you have an inflation effect, right? So there will be an inflationary effect if it becomes too large and too pervasive. So they're supposed to have money and set aside in reserve for these type of things because every bank that is involved 
has to put a certain percentage of their profit into funds to help secure against this kind of a, a collapse. But over time, you know, if that gets too systemic, it can definitely be where the Fed is the backstop, but it'll cost us in tax dollars. It always does. 321-425-8550, artofmoneyradio.com. Then what are some of the options, Art McPherson, to help protecting my money from situations like this? Well, one of the things to be careful of, Mark, is if you're in a high-yield money market account, make sure it's FDIC insured. There are money market accounts, especially like in a credit union, things like that, that are non-FDIC insured. And just make sure you've asked the question, hey, is my money market account FDIC insured? If it's not, uh, make sure it is. You know, you might have to give up a percent or two of interest to be in an FDIC insured deposit, um, but that way you can help protect your money. And what about an annuity? Would that be a good opportunity? Because we always talk about annuities are great ways to, you know, build guaranteed income for retirement. Absolutely. So an annuity is a non-banking asset. So annuities are done through the insurance industry. So as banks are struggling right now, it has absolutely no effect uh, because it's an insurance side. Kind of if you look back at the data from the Great Depression, when we, the last time we had a real, really, really bad economic cycle and we had a depression, where we had like 25, 30% unemployment and we had just all kinds of craziness going on back then. The insurance industry did a lot better through that period of time than the banking industry because typically the insurance industry has to have about 15 times the reserves that the banks have to have. So they are much more stable when we have these crazy times and they have to have a lot more reserves. But the insurance industry itself has products like annuities where you can get fixed guaranteed rates they are backed up instead of by the FDIC, by the guarantee associations of the state. So one thing you can do is make sure that if you are looking at an annuity or you're looking at buying an annuity, just make sure that that company is in the guarantee association in the state of Florida. Um, we have a guarantee association here so that they will back up in case that company runs into default similar to what the FDIC does. Okay. So I know there's a lot. Look, the headlines are really heavy this week talking about the bank collapses and, you know, what can be done or how could this be avoided or how can we avoid more of these? It can be pretty heavy at times. Give the team of the McPherson Financial Group a call. Let's sit down and have that conversation. And our McPherson will explain it to you so that it makes sense. And it's no cost, no obligation to you for that initial consultation. 321-425-8550. Again, 321-425-8550. Or if you're in the car this weekend, Art of Money radio.com when you get the opportunity you can see all the services they offer you can schedule your consultation online you can always just put a google on it mcpherson financial group to get all the information all right let's talk about some guardrails for our money because the common question in retirement is how much can i withdraw from my portfolio each year there's the four percent rule which follows inflation but there's another option called the guardrails method art which pays attention to market returns explain to me i've never heard of this before explain to me the guardrail method well, basically what they're talking about, instead of just a regular fixed rate, what you can do is in times that the market is good, you basically, instead of taking four, can take five or 6%. However, the way the strategy is designed to work is you tighten the belt a little bit during a bad market cycle. So when the market gets bad, you're willing to take only 3% out instead of the 4% withdrawal. 
We don't do that here at McPherson Financial Group because we feel who wants to tighten the purse strings, right? So that's never a fun conversation. Hey, the market's not been doing well. Mark, I know you need $10,000 a month, but we're only going to give you $6,000 a month. Is that okay? Uh, No. (laughs) Exactly. Right. So what the the traditional rule of thumb is a reason they suggest 4% because there are going to be times, and I, we've said this before and you have it on my intro, you know, the average person retiring at 65 is going to go through four or five major market corrections. Mm -hmm. Well, that means the market's getting hit hard like last year. So the market was down last year, 20%. You have this, the bond markets were down about 15%. So you've got safe and stable money getting hit very, very hard in 2022. So if you're taking money out, you're taking money out away from principal because obviously there's been no interest generated unless you have guaranteed products that are giving you fixed interest guarantees um, like annuities or you have kind of market assets that are not correlated with the market that are giving you fixed dividends and things like that that can pay. So the 4% rule is there so that when the times are good, you're taking four, but when times are bad, you're still taking four. So it kind of evens out over time. 321-425-8550, the guardrail method to help protect your assets and build some retirement income. That could be done with an annuity. Let's have these conversations with Art McPherson and the team at the McPherson Financial Group. Again, when you call 321-425-8550, always online, artofmoneyradio.com. You're going to have these conversations. Plus, you're going to talk about your tax strategy. You mentioned it in the first segment, Art McPherson, with the help of your in-house CPA, Mark Bernard. And a new central question when it comes to tax planning is whether somebody's going to pay higher rates now or in the future when they really need the money. The Trump tax cuts are due to expire in 2026. That sounds far away, but that's going to be here like in a snap of a finger. So what kind of strategies are you offering to prepare for the new tax codes? That's something we discuss every year with our clients. We are taking advantage right now of Roth conversions. So a lot of our clients, if they have headroom in a bracket, so if they're getting $75,000 a year, but they can go all the way up to about $120,000 a year with a standard deduction and stay in the 12% bracket, we're we're doing some Roth conversions on their IRA assets and things like that. Because if we can convert it at a 12% rate, regardless of what happens to taxes in the future, it becomes tax-free. But if we can definitely do it now at a 12% rate, that's a whole lot better than in a, just three years from now when the current tax law sunsets, just like you said in 2026, it's better than 15%. Mm-hmm. So obviously we'd want to convert it at 12% rather than 15%. Same thing applies for the 22% bracket. Same thing applies for the 24% bracket. So. Every bracket has an income amount that they use as a guideline. All those guidelines go back to the old income amounts, which are usually a lot less. So as an example, if you're in the 24% bracket this year, you can actually make up to about $350,000 and still be in the 24% bracket. If you try to do that in 2027, when all these tax laws sunset and go back to the tax code before, Mm -hmm. you will be in the 32% bracket if you try to do that much money. So. You definitely want to take advantage of the lower tax laws today. Mark always says this. He feels like this is probably going to be the best we see it. And he thinks if the taxes only go back to the old code, he thinks that's probably the best case scenario. We'd have to have major, major reforms on government spending for them to be able to cut. And again, Art, you've said it before. A lot of people are surprised that, yes, you still have to pay taxes even when you're retired. Yep. 
It does not go away. And you have to be a little bit careful, too. So a lot of people think, well, I'm going to, you know, 60 percent of my retirement income is going to be from my Social Security. Mm -hmm. But if you have a little bit of a pension out there and the rule of thumb is you kind of take your Social Security income, half of that income you can have come from IRAs and IRA distributions like that. But if you go over half of your your Social Security income, it becomes taxable. And then it can be taxed up to 85% of your Social Security can be taxable, and that can be painful. So you end up losing you know, some of your Social Security to tax. So the last thing we want our clients to do is be tax inefficient. We want them to be very tax efficient in retirement. So a lot of our strategies the last two and three years have been, how do we minimize that retirement income to tax? And we wanna make sure our clients have a lot of money in our tax-free bucket, and tax deferred bucket so that all that money growing is not always capital gains and dividends each year. Importance of having that strategy and having that plan. 321-425-8550. Again, 321-425-8550 to reach out to Art McPherson and the team of the McPherson Financial Group to schedule that complimentary consultation or always online, artofmoneyradio.com. And there was a survey of investors across the world that now say you need to somewhere between three and five million dollars to retire comfortably. I know everybody's situation is different, but when you hear numbers like that, Art McPherson, how do you react? It's probably about right because it, you got to take it off of what your current income is today. So, you know, the average person today, I think if you look at the average incomes, it's somewhere in the $55,000, $60,000 range. So if you've got a family of two, you know, they're living on $120,000 a year. Well, it used to be if you had a million dollars in your 401k, you were good. Mm hmm but a million dollars is gonna pay you about $40,000 a year. Well, I don't know a lot of people that can go from 120,000 to 40,000 and feel very comfortable. So it all drives on how much money do you need in income and then what are you used to making while working, right? So you do have social security coming, so if you can work to age 65 or 67 or 68, depending on when your full retirement age is, we can base those numbers as kind of a, a foundation for retirement income planning, but you're going to need the difference, right? So we're going to need to get Mark Owens to wherever Mark Owens is used to living. Mm -hmm. We got to make sure that if you need $10,000 a month, I'm not giving you $4,000 a month. I'm giving you 12 or 13,000 because almost everybody, we want to put them in a position where they get a pay raise in retirement. So their actual take home is more than they had while working. Do you find that fun sometimes to tell people they think they only have so much prepared for retirement and they're planning on I'm gonna I've got a budget out for this much a month and you get to say no you're doing much better than you thought you really only need this much we can put the rest of this and help build some income yeah because I think a lot of people think they need their gross yeah so gross income typically if you just want to take a general rule of thumb you usually see 60% of your gross because the rest of your gross goes to federal income tax, Social Security, Medicare, then all your uh, 401k contributions, health insurance, uh, long-term disability, short-term disability, life insurance, blah, 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 right? So right. Um, then you may have AFLAC in there too, you know, so all <laughs> kinds of things that come out of that payroll. Mm -hmm. So you really only see 60% typically of your gross. So a lot of people make that mistake. They think in retirement, they're going to need that gross. No, they need that take home. So we start doing that income plan around that take home number and what they need in take home. And then we build it around that because the take home number 
Um, then we add tax on top of that. We add health care costs on top of that if they are not 65 yet because they can't get Medicare. So all of those things we factor in to make sure that their actual take home after taxes and all that is happening is exactly what they want. And usually we are doing a really good job of making sure that everybody not only has that, but their travel and then a pay raise too. Even better. 321-425-8550, artofmoneyradio.com, or just put a Google on the McPherson Financial Group to get all the information or reach out to Art and the team. And speaking of 401k, according to Fidelity, the average 401k lost 20% of its value last year. And as we talk about millionaires, the number of 401k millionaires dropped more than 30%. Now, you've said that after the age 59 and a half, we have more options to put this money under our own control. How does that work? So basically what happens, Mark, is when you get 59 and a half, you might not be ready to retire yet. Mm -hmm. So most large corporations um, will allow you to roll your money out while working to help protect it. So you could take your money that's in a 401k. Maybe you have a 1.5, 2 million, 2.5. It's more money than you've ever had in your life. And you want to take some of that money, roll it out. So it's not just in the 401k platform, but you can do things like annuities and get guaranteed income, get guaranteed interest rates. So all those things are available at 59 and a half. You don't have to be retired. So you can start planning. It's kind of 59 and a half is kind of that retirement red zone area where traditional retirement age is 65. You've got about five years to plan. So you can start repositioning assets, getting things ready for that income strategy that's going to be coming within a five year period. So we do a lot of planning around that. We do a lot of where do we need to be at 65 or is it 62 or is it 64 or is it 67? And we strategize around that and make sure that those income needs are done and that they are ready to retire with those pay raises. All right. What's your 401k strategy? Sit down with Art McPherson and let's take a look at it. See what adjustments need to be made. There is an opportunity for Art to say, hey, man, things are looking pretty good. You're on the up and up. But let's find out. It all begins with the conversation. 321-425-8550. And there's nothing wrong with getting a second opinion. Maybe you have an advisor from out of state, but you want somebody local. Well, that's Art McPherson and the team at the McPherson Financial Group. See all the services they offer when you visit artofmoneyradio.com. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number a one. Today's show has been a work of art. 